0: That, that's a million dollar question Luke.
1: yeah well probably trillion at this point <laughs> <laughs> you are listening to the align remotely podcast the show dedicated to helping you lead distributed teams under difficult circumstances i'm the host luke Shermer and i've participated in or run distributed teams for almost a decade As a practitioner, I'm speaking with experts on leadership, strategic alignment, and remote work to help you navigate the issues you start facing after you get your working from home gear sorted. Today, we are speaking with my friend uh, Boris Borislavov, who is a successful serial entrepreneur and CEO particularly in the fintech uh, space. The reason why I wanted to bring him on today is because he has a lot of experience in difficult times that are quite relevant, I think, potentially for founders who are now being surprised by the whole corona situation, both the a virus, but more importantly, the economic uh, outcomes. Boris, so at at the moment your your shift happens, what were the exact companies that you founded before that?
0: Uh, Right, first of all, Luke, uh, thanks uh, very much for invitation and for your presentation. Yeah, I started my career as a software entrepreneur. I started several different companies for software development. Maybe the biggest one was ERP developer, which is called Ledger. And after that, I started several different companies in digital marketing, fintech, and venture capital. Currently, I'm acting as a management consultant and preparing my next startup.
1: You've been involved with a number of companies. Can you describe some of the other things you did before Shift Happens?
0: For example, the software company, which was responsible for software development, we succeeded to attract uh, more than 50 different customers in uh, different industries. We had more than 10,000 different users. It was company started in back in 2003. After that, we spun off a uh, digital marketing agency and we succeed to, to won one of the most famous awards here in Bulgaria and in Europe for digital marketing. I also started back then Bulgarian Business Angel Network, which was the best angel network in Eastern Europe, according to IBAN, which is European Business Angel Network.
1: When you were doing the the startups related to payments, what was the story behind that?
0: I always had a passion for mobile payments. And a few years ago in Bulgaria, we started a very interesting company, which was certified by Central National Bank as an operator of payment system. And the purpose of this company was to implement mobile payments over the phone. But uh, back then, unfortunately, the penetration of smartphones was not so high as in the moment. And we had a lot of uh, technical challenges. And after that, I continued this in a different company. And we started our private currency, which uh, was uh, packed by uh, euro. We succeed to implement the whole payment system with operator of payment system, merchant banks, payment processor, etc., etc.
1: And And what about people in terms of hiring and firing and laying off and that kind of thing?
0: In my experience, maybe I conducted more than 2,000 different job interviews. At some point, uh, I was responsible for over 150 people in, a, in the different companies. When I was in doubt for someone, Based on my common sense, it turns out that after that, nevertheless, the scenario and whether I hire this person or no, I was right. I have to listen my common sense. This is one of the most important takeaways from hiring and firing people. When you work with people, it's it's always complicated. There is an interesting story about this, and it's connected with the role of the manager. and In fact, the role of the manager is to take care of emotional conditions of his employees. And this is the only thing uh, he should do mm. in his career. And I remember how at some point I was amazed. How important is to communicate one-on-one with uh, different employees to take care of their personal things, to pay attention to their personal stories, and how important is that for their performance? Mm. You know, they say that motivation is is not something you can do for any of your employees. The only thing you can do is to make the perfect uh, conditions for them. To, to make the perfect environment. Motivation is something which is come from the person itself.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's that's really important.
0: <laughs> Communication is the key. You have to to spend a lot of time with them, whether in group conversations, different team building formats, etc., or one-on-one conversation. This is uh, this is quite important.
1: How do you think, given the current situation with coronavirus, how how do you think managers can can do that?
0: Based on my experience, because as you know, uh, I'm also a mentor and I also have a number of uh, customers in management consulting. Mm -hmm. At some point, I realized that uh, because I had a lot of conversations each day since the emergency situation started, I realized that we are discussing the same questions questions regarding policy here uh, about expenditures about uh, investments about business development how to adapt to these situations what to do with my employees how to interact with them what to what to tell them and that's why at some point I write an article and publish this article most of my customers and in fact uh, this week i'm planning to to make our second second version of the article uh, based on their feedback and uh, maybe different measures uh, which are taken but it's important to to say that they're from different business models and different sizes Some of them are uh, service companies, some of them are manufacturing companies, and I also are dealing with some with one retailer. Hmm. It's going to be a very complex document, but I believe it will be useful for a lot of business leaders and entrepreneurs and uh, managers in that situation. Sure, sure. What's the main takeaway that you have from the whole thing? You know that expression that intelligence is uh, ability to adapt. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you know, it's it's the same in business. Uh, for example, they are manufacturer of very specific lights and bulbs. They deployed their products among different retailers, pharmacies, gas stations, etc. They're they're quite quite specific. In the first week, they are they were also panicked, as most of us. But right after that, they started a project to, to make a lamp, which is particularly to, to kill all bacteria in a particular room. And just for uh, two weeks, they succeed to to sell this lamp to the biggest hospital here in Sofia, and now they have purchase orders from all hospitals in Bulgaria to to provide them with this lamp. Mm-hmm. And you can imagine uh, what is happening with the revenue in that situation. The other example is a very interesting company from Mexico. They are doing behavior analysis on uh, video footages, which are dedicated for airports and different public spaces on suspicious actions from the different citizens.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And what they did is to change the video cameras with thermo cameras and give the different authorities and their customers real-time information about body temperature of the people which are in the room in that particular space. Mm-hmm. So... These examples shows that to adapt to current situation in business is quite important. And I think this is the most important takeaway uh, I've got from conversations with my customers. So
1: is it largely about just creating something that's related to COVID? If, If it's something that's completely different, what about the people who do need to operate in places with lots of people and they can't just, just easily pivot. I mean, do you have any thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, sure. Unfortunately, there are a lot of companies which are struggling because their businesses are connected on physical, not about physical distance, but the opposite.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like event managers, like different brick and mortar companies, which relies on that thing. Mm -hmm. And something to mention here, which is very important. that The biggest question here is how long is going to be this situation? Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, the answer of this question is not clear yet, regardless of uh, a lot of uh, smart people all over the world trying to to find a vaccine, medicine or different uh, scenarios how to cope with that situation. My suggestion for them is to to make a three-month plan because in business, you need to to have some perspective in order to prioritize your measures Mm -hmm. and, of course, uh, try to to reduce the costs to business-critical expenditures, investment expenditures, be in close communication with all your suppliers and customers. Regarding your sales, try to convert your agreements with the customers to convert the payment conditions uh, to require 100% down payment. If it's possible, when it comes for manufacturing, for example, or some long-term service, try to renegotiate your terms about rent with your landlord. Also, try to use this period to put an order your operations maybe to invest to re-engineer your manufacturing process to optimize your business processes to put an order in your house Mm -hmm. uh, to to start some internal projects which are delayed over time for different reasons and try to to use that period to put an order all the things and uh, try to innovate and uh, business develop Speaking of business development,
1: what have you seen out there that people are doing? What about in terms of reaching out to, to, to new customers? Do you have any thoughts on that?
0: If we structure business development of two major categories, product development and market development, I mm-hmm. think that currently there are a lot of opportunities involved. Of course, uh, now people are more conservative in terms of their usage coming from uh, economic medias, that uh, the usage of people is is lower than 20 years ago in terms of groceries, gas, et cetera. If we divide the period of uh, COVID and post-COVID, there will be a lot of opportunities. And what I'm expecting is that verticals in economy will not be the same. There is an argument currently uh, between macroeconomists how we are going to exit the, this situation as a u-curve v-curve l-curve you know <laughs> yeah uh, and uh, my common sense is that it will be an L l-curve which means that we are going to to exit this situation very slowly but what i'm expecting is we are going to have different structure of the economy after this crisis so my point here is that in terms of business development if you cannot adapt your products and services you can do that for post-covid period and i think that then there will be a lot of interesting opportunities
1: yeah so which goes back to the question of when is it going to be over (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah but that's a million dollar question (laughs) look
1: yeah well probably trillion at this point (laughs) (laughs) judging by what's going on in the news what about in between businesses the market development and more of a b2b context Do do you have any thoughts on what's working there at the moment
0: I believe that in market situation everything is a function on supply and demand correlation right mm-hmm. so currently there is a, a lot of demand for funding, and I think that all companies which are in b2 b mm-hmm. have a lot of opportunities to to lend some money and to to help businesses to survive over these upcoming months. So this is something quite important, I think. Also, it's a very interesting situation between businesses and their landlords. I mean, different companies which are providing office rentals, even even bigger facilities. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of opportunities in this particular segment. Mm-hmm. In current times, you, you can see that based on supply and demand, it's a very good time on stock market to invest there. Also for real estate, because uh, situation there regarding the pricing of different uh, real estate is uh, going down currently. Yeah. So there are a lot of opportunities there. It, it depends on the business model look uh, i i don't think that there is an ultimate answer of this question but it depends on your current expertise as a company economic trends you have to listen your common sense your entrepreneurial sense and try to find your niche in terms of product or uh, new market segment yeah adaptation that, that, that's the key
1: <laughs> i mean is there anything else uh, in particular from your report, you think would be helpful for people?
0: Yeah, you, mm, we have to be honest with ourselves. We are in the dawn of the biggest economic crisis after the Big Depression. Mm-hmm. So we have to be very smart in that situation. We, we have to adapt, but we have to be very clear and transparent with all our stakeholders i mean uh, employees in first place uh, customers suppliers and i think that we'll survive it's a very important in tough times to save yourself mm-hmm. to to take care about your employees your customers all of them will understand you if you are honest and try to help because when it comes for entrepreneurship everything starts with with help right mm-hmm. So try to help to different people in that situation. And if if you have entrepreneur spirit inside you, I'm sure that uh, you'll find uh, a niche and you'll adapt and you'll convert that situation in your benefit.
1: There's a lot of people in companies that are struggling. So there's certainly a lot of opportunity to help. I think that's quite a good point to wrap up on. Is there anything else that you'd want to share?
0: maybe uh last thing it will pass it will pass i i am sure it will we we survived as a generation we survived a lot of complicated situations and in terms of humanity we survived uh, a lot more fear situations so we'll tackle this yeah we have to keep the faith yeah and act responsibly be proactive and help each other together okay great thank you very much yeah thank you
1: that was a conversation i had right at the very beginning of the pandemic and interestingly enough i think most of what he said very much stands the test of time. Uh, probably my biggest takeaway from this discussion is just the importance of focusing on what actually motivates your employees uh, and the people that you work with. Um, it kind of goes back to that whole idea of the role of the manager or the leader to be removing things which would demotivate them more so than trying to get them psyched up and 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 reared up to go Uh, because that's actually a lot more actionable, I think, particularly in a remote context. And I do think that does carry over uh, into a situation where a lot of your employees are remote. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Align Remotely podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.